Hello Brand Talkers and welcome to another Brand Talk session. So, I want to start with the good news. We are launching a whole new series on Brand Talk and this series is titled The Yomi Drop Story. Over the next how many episodes, I don't know yet, but <laughs> it's a story. But we're going to be having weekly episodes where I will tell you about my Yomi Drop story. Now, this uh, this episode will be dropping every Friday of every week. So, don't miss out. Now, someone might be asking, especially if you're new to this podcast, you might be asking, what is Yomi Drop? Well, Yomi Drop is... A cake delivery business that I had started two years ago or over two years ago. So, you know, at Brand Talk, we are all about talking about brands, talking about building brands. And I want to give a shout out and a big thank you to my mentor for this inspiration. He inspired this series. And I want to say a big thank you to Tolala B for inspiring this series, like I said. Now, I've tried over the course of my career as a graphic designer, as a brand person, someone that loves talking about building brands, branding and all. I've talked about businesses. I've talked about other people's businesses. And... I've decided it's high time I start talking about mine. I I talk about my own building experience because I now will be talking from experience, not from research or what I heard or what I read. I'm talking about, I'm talking from what I live on a day-to-day basis, which is why we are starting off the Yomi Drop story. So, For our first episode, we're going to be talking about how it all started. Yep, how it all started. Officially, Yomi Drop launched September 1, 2021. So you see, we've been two years plus. Yeah, and it's been an amazing experience. Ups and downs, highs and lows. But that's all I'm here to talk about. I want to talk about how it all started. I cannot talk about the Yomi Drop story without drawing a lot of inspiration and a lot of inference from the year 2020. The year 2020 was, I'm trying to look for the word, it was an inspiring year for me. It was a very um, unique year for me personally. Yes, the world was on lockdown and all, but my life was altered that year 2020 and it all started with the NSAS protest if you know for some reason if you don't know much about the NSAS protest please just google NSAS protest and all and the height of it was the abominable act the establishment of Nigeria unleashed on Nigeria young people October 20th 2020 the massacre of young uh, Nigerians at the Lekito Gate. But I digress a bit. 
so as part of the protesters yes i protested <laughs> uh here in abuja i joined the protesters here in abuja i saw firsthand government sponsored uh thuggery i saw government were sponsoring and I, I i do not i'm not missing word in saying it there are politicians or in government they were sponsoring thugs to come and disrupt and we saw this news all the height of it was what happened in abuja where thugs started destroying properties and they blame it of course on the protesters because they needed a proxy to squash to uh do what they did at the at the lucky toge they needed something they needed a reason to do that so of course a build up to that as we saw it's the beauty of the camera f- or cameras and phones we saw how government were importing uh talks or just people that were unemployed paying them stipends to just come and stand with the government do their own anti anti uh, anti-protest like something like that now in, in one of those days i was driving home after the protest and i live in in an estate that has two gates we we call one the front gate that's the main gate and then there's a back gate then i usually like to go through the back gate and at our back gate we have um there's this community of locals there they they just stay behind yeah they just say just in front of the gate so you see that community before you see the gate uh, there's this little where they have their little businesses mostly they are okada riders and all but the majority of them are unemployed because you just see them there and uh if we need anything done any form of manual labor in the estate that's where we get them if you're building a house you basically see them for manual jobs if you want your car washed because you know I've, I've used some of them to wash my car so driving back following that gate i, I saw some of them wearing the i stand with the government t-shirt and i was like oh wow so you guys were the people they sent and all and from the whole conversation they were paid stipends to just come and do their own gragra just to show that we had or we have young or youths that are standing with the government against what the ensas protesters were doing it hurt me seeing that because i know that obviously these people were not enjoying the dividends of democracy per se they were living in squalor they were they basically live hand to mouth so but it's part of the establishment too because poverty is a weapon they've come to weaponize poverty so that they will always have the people they can use it's either use them to disrupt the protests like the ensas protests use them for their own um, election violence use them to buy votes basically that's what they do so it don't on me then that as much as we have the message for the ensas protests there was a lot that needed to be done i personally as a young nigerian need to do something then i was just uh i was just basically focused on my graphic design business i run a, a business in abuja here and i decided that okay i'll have to find a way to reach out to these people reach out to these guys that were in this 
people in this community you know get them off that place where government will use them for or politicians or evil politicians will use them for whatever um evil plots they have or evil plans they have and of course it meant that i needed to set up a business that will allow me employ people in that community people that don't necessarily require any form of sophisticated skill i just that seed was sown in that interaction and you know i i just left the whole thing so um in the same 2020 i I was having a discussion with a friend of mine her name is chisum and then she told me about and that was when the covid 19 was locked down uh, sorry was relaxed that was towards the christmas season because if you're in nigeria you know that towards the christmas season the lockdown was relaxed a bit so she she brought the idea of a dispatch business and to be honest uh a delivery business to be honest when she i much i didn't really take it in she brought it up as something she wanted to do because it was obvious with the whole lockdown that delivery business was on the boom i remember i could drive out from point a to point b in abuja and i there was a day i counted up to 20 different i made that mental like i was going to count up to 20 different dispatch riders on the road i'm like wow is that how lucrative this business is so it's making sense what my friend said and i'm like okay maybe i need to give this uh, a thought and then maybe see if something i i could i want to go into of course amazon was already uh the likes of yeah amazon was already raking in a lot of money <laughs> during that period so there was a lot of inspiration however i had a drag in me because like i said there were so many people already in the industry so in abuja already i'm like wow how do i start but it felt like a good place to start because most of the most of the guys in that community know how to ride bikes so it was easy to like i can build on this that was just a basic skill they required and then every other thing can be learned or can be taught per se so i'm like okay i like this idea of a dispatch business so fast forward 2020 2021 i got a cash gift of five million naira was when i got that gift i know i had so many ideas of you know splurging a bit upgrading my car and all that but immediately i got that money that it just kept hounding me that thought that the conversation i had with myself back in 2020 it kept on hounding me i'm like okay no i'm gonna set up a business with it i'm gonna set up a delivery business with this however i don't want my delivery business to be lost in the sea of other delivery businesses i need to find a way to position this business i i need to find a way to set it apart to make it easily recognizable so what did i do i picked up my phone and I reached out to my mentor, Tola Alabi. So I, sh- I I just laid my plans to him. Sir, this is what I want to do. And I want to position. How do you advise I do this? Straight up, he just told me to specialize, to niche down. That every most 
in fact all the other delivery services that he knows about nobody's niching down that i should niche down and specialize i'm like okay it made sense to me it further made sense to me when the first <laughs> the first specialization he talked about was cake delivery and he used a sister that was a baker as as example because he told me of her experience in terms of g- g- delivering her cakes and immediately he he gave me her story or yes immediately he gave me her story my mind took me back to same 2020 i told you there's a lot of inspiration from 2020 just before the lockdown february 2020 i celebrated my birthday i was born february 14th so i celebrated my birthday and i i was intentional about celebrating my birthday and i ordered a cake so the the baker did an amazing job she sent me the pictures and uh she sent she put the cake in an uber yeah she she requested an uber drop put the cake there and had the cake brought to me before the cake got to me it was looking off yes it was looking off it was smudged it was like i just what the hell i just took it like that for pictures i had to adjust the cake to where wasn't damaged a bit or where wasn't smudged and all that and then just used it to snap so the experience was like yeah if these bakers trusted heavily uh boats and uber guys they won't be having this issue and they will not have to because i had the opportunity later on to discuss with other bakers from my discussion with my mentor he asked me to proceed to talk to other bakers starting with um his sister and of course from my conversation with her i found out that they have had to in some occasion they have to go on that delivery themselves they have to be the ones to carry the, the cakes themselves and that is inconveniencing to them because that is time they would have used to do other things and when i reached out to other bakers via instagram because i tried to reach out to a number of bakers in abuja and i found out that 80 percent of them had delivery as one as one of their major challenges and i'm like okay there is obviously a market here now here's where it starts getting interesting so why I, I asked all of them if they would feel comfortable having dispatch bikes deliver their cakes each and every one of them said no categorically no hell no there was no way they're gonna allow their bike their cakes to be delivered using dispatch and of course you will not blame them because uh the question was asked without any and they they, they perceived the question assuming that we're going to use the same um, local delivery boxes we have in nigeria here we have in abuja here and of course it's not suited well to deliver cakes and i'm like okay but what if we have a specialized box that will ensure cake safety and all that i'm like okay if we can ensure that maybe they will give it a try but they were not still convinced and i knew okay i'll have to go back now the reason why i was adamant with bike bike deliveries is when i had that conversation with myself i promised myself that the next business i'm going to start i'm going to employ a minimum of five people because i wanted to get at least five people off the street 
of the place where evil politicians will use them so i was adamant that i needed to start with bikes so i needed to do everything possible to ensure i get i got five bikes so uh, we started our research with the help of uh, a lot of friends i had a friend of mine called valentine you know he became my sort of go-to person he was able to because we we're not able to find some manufacturers in nigeria we had to go to china and he became my go-to person for that he basically handled the whole thing and we were able to get manufacturers that understood what we wanted to do and they were able to design and manufacture five boxes that suited exactly and then put put in the whole touch um business touch per se we call it branding they branded the box per se so yeah and alas we started the journey and coming back to nigeria and of course when i already understood the direction i wanted to go i knew i did not want to just tell any story and it wasn't something I'm an amazing graphic designer I know right but it wasn't something I just want to leave for myself a doctor does not treat himself a lawyer does not represent himself in a court case so I reached out to one of the best designers I know his name is Jafar and hey I called him up and said I have a project for us to work on at first I didn't I didn't let him know that I was the one I was the one that owns the project because I wanted him to charge with his full chest <laughs> so that you know there won't be any form of because I, I didn't want him looking at oh it's your project because i wanted him to come out and give it his all and obviously in hindsight i made an amazing decision there because he was able to do that we started off that project it was mid project that i got to open up that okay this project actually belongs to me but i'm happy that we we're able to agree on something before even before then and then uh yes obviously my mentor is our mentor so our mentor played the supervisory role and also we started from the scratch from naming the business that was where i realized that naming a business that's a very tall order that's one of the most challenging parts of business building or brand building <laughs> i don't care i i, I don't know which like it was very challenging we went through weeks going through ridiculous names back and forth i i had a book then there were so many names i wrote and all that like when we exhausted every ridiculous name we came up with that was when we finally with the help of our mentor we finally were able to streamline everything down and came up with yummy drop um we had to make it unique of course that's why yummy drop is spelled y-u-double-m-i-e-d-r-o-p yummy drop and once we once we had the name we moved straight to another weeks spent on coming up with the logo per se and of course we, are, we worked with a lot of um, my close friends and uh, associates then and we had to send in the designs to some people to give us their opinion and all and we the feedback was we're just having the back and forth just trying to come up with something that best suits the story we want we want to tell with yummy drop that took us about i believe it was about almost two months to yeah a month plus per se to 
the name and the logo design but we're able to finish up in about a month plus so a few weeks and we came up with the uh the brand identity design per se so that helped uh with that with that in hand we were able to now send the files to the manufacturers in china to do their beats with the box and that's where i started experiencing the beauty of doing business in nigeria and it, it shows how important government policies are yes i do not i maybe because in my other businesses i i really didn't felt or i didn't really feel this much impact of government policies but with yummy job i felt i felt that impact of government policy uh, for example i realized that i was going to spend same amount that i spent in manufacturing and transporting those boxes from china to nigeria i was going to spend close to the same amount to have it cleared in nigeria in the sense that i was going to have it now cleared to okay to be released to the people i had there so that they can bring it down to abuja for me it was crazy but i already i was already committed to it so i had to go through we had it we had the bosses uh brought down to abuja from lagos after it landed by then i had purchased five bikes and have it all coupled up and i remember the day i received those boxes like i mean the boxes and the bikes when i received them home i made a video it was one of the happiest days of my life i could not contain my joy that day i'm like wow so this project is finally finally kicking off and it, it gave me a lot of joy and it wasn't just it was a, the joy was not just because i know that everything was going to but at last i've been able to do this i've been able to get that five that five that just i don't know for some reason five was just in my just came to my spirit then and i went and i made sure it was five and we did everything and all and you know I, I will not forget also my conversation with friends and family especially my parents and my dad per se i remember when i told him i had uh, i had gotten the 5 million cash gift and i wanted to start a business my dad is a proper Igbo man and he went straight to okay calling some of his friends that are into buying and selling and stuff like that so that they can introduce me to the business and all and I, I I really appreciate him and I love him for that because he was just looking out for me. He wanted me to be in a comfortable or in more of like a comfort zone where at least I will start seeing money immediately per se. But that's not for me. I wanted to toe the line of actually building a brand, building something that that I don't even know if it's going to work. For some reason, I wanted to toe that line. And my dad could not understand like at some point he just had to like okay i'm just gonna trust you especially when i i tell them that it was just cakes i'm gonna only deliver cakes i'm like we're saying that this business we don't know now you're making it worse by telling us it's just cakes because most people i tell you be it my close friends most people did not understand the rationale behind only delivering only cakes you know i try to explain 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 and <laughs> I explained tire no evidence but it got to a point i just decided to like stop explaining and then all right 
see what i know you guys love me and the reason why you have this reservation is because you're looking out for me i need you guys to trust me and i want to thank all of them all my friends that i had that conversation with my close friends i had that conversation with they they trusted trusted me enough to like okay let's see just tell us from your from their experience you're gonna help us understand better and yeah so it wasn't it wasn't an easy it wasn't an easy pitch per se because i had to defend myself at some point i almost like okay this one it seems like everybody's not understanding am i but then the thing with vision is sometimes it's shown to only you in fact all the time it's shown to only you and it's not a must that someone else will understand that was when i understood the statement that your vision it's not a must it can even be your wife your like your partner it's for you and nothing there's no guarantee that the next person will understand so you have to run with it so that was when i said all right i'm gonna put my foot down and run with this vision and voila everything was ready we did the whole um registration from cac to um the local government in abuja here just to ensure that our papers were good to start business and that's how it all started so september 1 2021 we officially started we officially started by then i was able to um employ three dispatchers in the next episode i'm going to talk about I'm going to talk about the honeymoon and then the first throw <laughs> but it's going to be a conversation for the next episode so yeah that's basically how yummy drop started and the role a lot of people played so i want to use this opportunity to say a big shout out and big thank you to god almighty to my mentor tolala b to jaffa to chisum to zubi to Chike, to Ben, to Izu, to Hasana, to Temi, to Choice, to Princess, to my siblings Uche, Chamaka, Chisum, to my parents, my dad and mom. I love you guys and I want to say thank you. Thank you for all the conversations, all the trust you guys placed in me back then and I don't take it for granted. I love you guys a lot. So, in the next episode, we're going to talk about the next phase, what happened after we started. See you next week. <laughs>